Buying or selling a home can be a very complex process and not something you should try on your own. Let the team at Snowden & Company Real Estate lead you step-by-step step all the way to closing. Call Snowden & Company, 601-453-3937. This is Brad Bearfield with Shelter Insurance, the Bearfield Agency. For all your insurance needs, home, auto, life, or business, give my office a call at 601-485-3811. Super Talk 103.3 FM. Each day we wake up to start the daily grind. We try to do everything with grace, with the goals of growth. Brought to you by Snowden and Company Real Estate, Brad Bearfield Shelter, Insur Shelter Insurance, sorry Brad, Holistic Health Therapy Empowerment Wellness Center, and Alliance Health Center. And today we have Kelly Smith with us, who is a world of knowledge of the mental health realm and helping people get through tough times and tough measures. So um, Kelly, I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself, where you've come from and your background and your roles that you play at Alliance and in your own private practice. Good morning, um, Shelly, how are you? I'm good, <laughs> I'm good. Hey guys, um, I am Kelly Harper-Smith. Um, I am the Director of Clinical Services at Alliance Health Center. And I am the owner, founder, sole proprietor of Holistic Health Therapy Empowerment Wellness Center, a new clinic wellness center um, down on State Boulevard right next to Healthcare on the Go. We love us some Tierra Connerly too. Girl, she is the best. Hey, T. <laughs> She's done a lot for both of us, I think, in our lives. So. She's good people. Um, but anyway, so tell me about, you know, Kelly, I've known you a long time and I've seen you along this journey, starting back Gosh, with your aging bachelor's. So Can I just say that? Well, thank you. you. Too bad that, you know, we're on radio <laughs> and they cannot see how beautiful we look. Um, thanks to fantastic skincare. But Kelly, I've known you a long, long time. Long time. And um, I knew you back when you were working on your bachelor's degree. Um, you had Crazy. two kids. Um, Not yet. You know. Or maybe one on the way. Yeah, what? Maybe, yeah, maybe right before I was pregnant with Gavin. I think so. Yeah. That's right when I met you, and you were about or done. Just had finished your bachelor's. Mm -mm. That was finishing my master's. You're finishing your master's. I think maybe, did you know me when I was pregnant with Landon? I think so. I think it was Landon. Why men? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, forever. Um, okay. <laughs> so, anyways, but I've known you. I've seen you grow along your journey. You know, whether yeah. if it's we were working out together, or you know, through you know the medical world of Alliance when I was doing home health or yes. long term care marketing. But um, tell me about what inspired you to become a clinical mastered licensed social worker. <laughs> <laughs> licensed clinical, uh, licensed clinical. So it's three years postgraduate. And so, I'm, you know, I was working at my dad's hospice, Harper's Hospice. Right. And I was working as a, an aide, a um, nurse's aide. Oh, gosh. Uh -huh. No, I, you know. I mean, that's I'm where so you learn so much. 
down in the trenches Listen, doing hands-on care. I am so grateful for every little dirty, grimy, wonderful step of the process to right. get me here for right. sure. Um, that you know, I feel like I can relate to all levels. I've, everywhere I've been, I've worked my way up from the bottom to where I'm at. Right. So I do appreciate every every part of everyone's role and appreciate everyone's journey and where they're right. at. Um, anyway, so yeah, so I was watching. Um, I was going around to visit people who were on hospice, which was the foundation of this journey. Well, actually, the, f- <laughs> the foundation is obviously my childhood experiences, my past trauma, right. my past, um, all of the things that have been built within me to make me who I am and to um, contribute to my passion and purpose for helping others to be their greatest self despite all obstacles. Um, But anyways, I was watching the social worker and I was watching what she was doing for these hospice patients and I thought, what a gift to be able to provide such I mean, it's guidance. Closure, peace. It was just a beautiful thing to watch and I thought, you know what? Uh, Meridian Branch down here, MSU Meridian Branch, they got this social work program. I'm about to go get that. I'm about to go get that bachelor's. Yeah. And that's where it started. And, and to make a long story short, I know we have a short time and I will ramble. I ended up getting my bachelor's, which if you know me and you know me, it was not enough. Once I got on the path, it was like this hunger and this drive took over me and I was going to be a master social worker. And then when I became, uh, when I got my, um, when I got into graduate school, the focus was very much um, focused on mental health and mental health disorders. And oh my gosh, it just like, it's fascinating. It triggered something very um, important in me. And um, there are mental health issues in my family, in most people's family. And I started recognizing and seeing things and thought, gosh, it, it became something I was passionate about. And then, of course, I couldn't stop there. I had to go continue post-master's. I had to get the next three years because I needed to be able to treat and diagnose and do all of the things that, you know, I needed to be more competent and, and you wanted equipped. To, it's that hands-on that you had from the very <sighs> beginning. You wanted to be hands-on I, with your patients. Yes, and I needed to be able to have the education and skills to work at the level in which I needed to feel the most um useful productive I, I believe that this was a built in this was built into me and it was just me realizing my own potential and dreams that were really in there my entire life and preparing for this and um, then along the way things fell into line so anyways I started working at Alliance when I finished my master's degree and when I was doing this other three years right and I have been on the um, top floor the acute two unit for seven <laughs> years uh, which is the most violent, most volatile, most psychotic. I remember when you first started working there. And, I mean, I remember you saying, I have to work out. I have to be strong to Look work with some of these, ducks. Yeah, I wish I could these see patients. And, and I just remember you're like, I don't think y'all realize what I do every day at work. And I was like, I couldn't do it. I don't want to do it. Good for you. High five. Oh, but I remember when you and Joanna Tucker Stewart mm-hmm. and Whitney Fuller McAllister. She's still there. Um, yes. We're all working on your masters together, oh, and forever. I just and I knew all of y'all from different separate places sure, or jobs yeah. or whatever. And I was like, "How is it that I'm friends with all of these social workers?" <laughs> I was like, "Every single one of my friends had like most of them are social workers or nurses." And I think it's that bond of empathy of when you really mm-hmm. truly care about people and helping them that makes you drawn to other people. Mm-hmm that 
are in the same field or have I those think same that qualities. from a place of um, overcoming pain and trauma. I think that those of us that have experienced um, hardship and pain, you know, we are drawn to um, strong women or helping other women, lifting other women. We, we like to give what maybe we wish maybe we wish was given to us or maybe we like to give what we could have used during a time of crisis or a time of pain you know so we give what maybe we needed at one point and we give maybe what someone gave us like we feel the need to pay it forward and to continue helping like someone helped us in a certain way and influenced us and so we want to take that influence and run with it and and spread it like wildfires. And, and that's kind of something I talked on another show about um, with Juanita Ward. She is a, you know, retired basketball player and a preacher. And Love I it. <laughs> interviewed her just the other day. And, and she's awesome. And she is a preacher. And she's like, you know, women have to overcome what has affected them today. And, and it's a day-by-day process. And you sure. just wake up and you take it one day at a time. And, you know... That's one thing that she talked about. And then also at your clinic, you have a great series that, um, you know, I've done a lot of studying about was like setting boundaries with people. And I think that that was yeah. a really good, um, a really good Shout session. Shout out Dr. Murphy. So, um, so yeah. tell me a little bit now, cause you have just gotten a fabulous, fabulous new role at <laughs> Alliance. Thanks for your, Yay. all your hard work at, um, on the top two floors of <laughs> Kick and Booty. One floor. Kick and Booty, really. Kick and Booty taking yeah. names. Um, so tell me about what your new role is. Well, and okay, so, um, you know, I've been building this dream of opening my own clinic, and I've been, it's been like, yeah, basically I've been building it my whole life, and it's just, I decided to be brave. And last year I started an LLC, and so I started slowly building, and gosh, I can't even, don't even get me started on Starting a business is big, big, Ooh, girl, it's huge. When you're talking about insurances and credentialing and billing and, uh, you know, all the things. And yeah, I mean, hiring. I'm just, I was just a consultant, so girl. it's really, it's not even like of the Insanity. same caliber. So I'm doing that while doing my role. Well, anyways, I get, I'm getting this new wellness center started and I'm like all on my own, 150%. I am, I have built the website. I have built Every piece of furniture, every chair, every screw, every written thing, every form, every contract, every like I'm just slowly creating this, and I and I wanted it that way. I wanted to do it all by myself. I wanted to do it through blood, sweat, and tears, and I wanted to do it without any financial contributors. Contributors, and I wanted to do it to where it hurt, and that it was late nights and long hours, which. You see these bags? I mean, I remember going and helping you decorate. Thank God we just uh, got a new aesthetics director, and we are implementing Botox and fillers because you see these bags (laughs) from putting that clinic together. We're going to fix this. Kelly, you're so crazy. (laughs) But listen, so... At least you're not ashamed to... um, I am not ashamed. You are not ashamed to um, know that you need a little... Everyone, you know... We can age gracefully. I mean, this is a show about grace, grind, and growth, right? Grind, grace, and growth. <laughs> Can yeah. Can grace be a part of that aging? Absolutely. Gracefully? We want to age gracefully. <laughs> I want to. I want to age help. as grace as gracefully <laughs> as possible. Um, and but you know, I also attribute that to you know 
exercise and yes, yes. and really trying to always we, think positively. Listen, we are not over here telling, and this is not about like telling somebody that they are not beautiful enough. This is a fun part of a wonderful clinic that promotes happiness, empowerment, encouragement. Mm-hmm. I'm fixing your crown, you fixing mine, sis. Right. We are encouraging. Right. We want people to feel their best. This is just a fun, p- small part of it that I'm excited about. This is by no means saying that people should do anything right. cosmetic. Right. This is just a fun... Okay, first of all, everybody we know does it. So they just don't, <laughs> Most people, most women don't want to admit it. That's fine. You can call, you can, you can private message me. <laughs> But anyways, as in the midst of growing this beautiful business, and of course the purpose of it is not the Botox and fillers. The purpose of it is the therapy and the groups and, and offering, offering healing, but offering something different. I want to bring something different to the table because here's what I learned in my years of service in the psych community and 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 no knocking community mental health. We the caseloads are exorbitant. There's no time. It's it's um, arduous and stressful, and it's horrific the amount of <laughs> work expected to be done um, in, in with such large caseloads and such small time slots. And so I, what I wanted to do was I wanted to create a space where I had the type of providers that basically have a heart, a servant heart, like right. you and I, right. that truly wanted to sit down, not rushed, and truly offer this comprehensive in-depth exploration of your your past your current status why you have made the decisions in your life every everything that's happened in your life is a compilation of choices that you have made that have gotten you to this current status when somebody comes to me and they say that they're overwhelmed they're stressed out they're depressed this isn't this doesn't happen overnight right this isn't something that you just want to throw an antidepressant at and say, okay, have a great day. And then when they are still crying on the couch, eating bonbons, watching TV, that's dramatic. I'm just, you know. Or but really, like, like getting out of bed, um, you know, and, and I'll attest, you know, I have in the past, you know, had moments of sadness and moments that were harder than others. And um, I really had to look at my friends to kind of pull me up and – you know, my circle, my circle of great women. Um, Some people don't have that. They don't. And a lot of times I think women do not want to reach out into their circle because they might be ashamed to talk about what is going on within themselves. And they don't want, they're ashamed because we look at depression really as having a stigma. And let's be real. If you're a working mom, if you're a working mom, you, um, all right, so we wake up every day. And we get our kids ready for school. We feed them. We get them to school. Yeah. We might be pulling in on two tires. That's stressful for me. I don't like <laughs> to be in a rush. Shelly means literally her squealing in on two exactly. tires. <laughs> um, and then we come to work. And guess what? We've already been at work for an hour and a half to two hours getting our kids ready, scrambling around. Then we get to work. And then we have to go from, we have to have a brain shift Are from mom of the year. Do I have gas? What am I going to cook right. for dinner? But you et have cetera, to, cetera, but you have to clear your brain of that also, yeah. so you can be productive at your job. Oh, and by the way, how about I try to make some time to go to the gym or do right. something that makes me feel good? Right, and like, and then you feel guilty, guilt, mom, because guilt. you are like, I want to go get my nails done, oh, or I want to go get, no, look, 
go to the gym. Yeah, girl, you need, I need to get mine done too. But, you know, going to the gym, you know, Kelly, that's something that's always been really, really important to both you and I, but now our jobs are so demanding that, you know, it's like, we have to, I literally have to say, I am going to go to the gym, even if I get in a 30 minute workout to me, that's better than not getting anything. So here's my clinic's target demographic, although I serve all populations and love each and every client that comes in there and we have honestly done a tremendous job so far and 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 i'm so excited about those that we have been of service to thus far we just we just opened the the doors to actual physical building january 1st so although it had been kind of rolling for a little while like we're just we're just we're just really getting it going but my you know target demographic there it was intended right. and it can change and transform was the the woman who is um the divorced mom the depressed mom the tired mom the the woman who can't doesn't have time to take care of herself is overworked overstressed and feels like they cannot like they feel guilty for asking for help they feel guilty for feeling sad they feel guilty for having a poor frustration tolerance and irritability and they're worn slap out and then when they when they snap out on their spouse or their boyfriend or their kids or you know because of that then they feel guilty for that and so they're constantly and we don't want to be stressed we don't no. want to snap we don't want to have these um, this 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 feeling of, of stress. Now I have a, I have a question I want to ask you and this is going to be kind of controversial. Um, so what do you think is better? Um, you know I have great friends that are stay home moms. They have their own stressors versus working moms. You know, I have always said I could not be a stay-at-home mom. We just had this discussion, Shelly. I could <laughs> you not. You know what I'm going to say. I could not be a stay-at-home mom. But that's also because I am terrible at housework. And it's something that I struggle with, housework. And I admit that. And I have to tell my people that love me, listen, if you love me, there's always going to be a laundry mountain on the love seat. <laughs> Okay, and if you love me that much and you want me to be happy or to be able to hang out with you, you can go over there. If you need to talk to me, you can fold clothes while you're talking to me. You're so funny. But, uh, you know, the moms that are stay-at-home moms, they are more involved with their kids, and I admit that. They are a part of the PTO. Are they? they are part of, I mean, I would say a lot of the ones I know. Um, we got to be careful but they with have, that. They I... might have different, I, I don't know. <laughs> There's just different expectations. Different stressors. Different stressors to where, you know, 50 years ago, women did work in the home. They didn't work outside of the home. And so now that women are working outside of the home, we're making more money. We are a big part of the healthcare industry. We are a big part of um, so many different, but healthcare in general has become a female dominated industry. Um, so now women are working, we're making. As much as men, um, a lot of women are the breadwinners. We trying to, honey. But is that? But we're still expected as working moms to mom like we don't well, work. So as a single mom, the perspective is obviously a bit skewed in that regard because we are the breadwinners for our home. Um, but it isn't always like that for the working mom with a partner in a marriage, and it sometimes is. You know, there's different. Every household dynamic is different, and Absolutely. every situation is different, Absolutely. and every complaint and stressor is different. Um, ideally, if you are a working mom, you have a partner at home, and they pick up the slack, and you guys work together as a team. Wouldn't that be lovely if it was perfectly like that? It's not generally. 
But um, it also, I think, takes educating the male partner or person in the relationship. I'm going to say they person. Have to be pale? Male? Pale. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> or the person, because I don't want to discriminate about domestic partnership. Um, but, you know, whoever is, you know, the partner needs to also understand that this person's going to be tired. She's going to need help. She's going to need encouragement and to know that it's going to be okay. Um, so I think that that's why sometimes couples therapy works so well because yes. it takes, you know, the person communication, does right. Compassion. And they don't realize that that how much of, that a person's bringing to the table. Well, um, nobody ever understands another person's struggle period. Right. right. Nobody is walking in your shoes and nobody's walking in my shoes. So, um, everybody's, pain suffering problems is subjective to their own experience objectively we cannot look in on somebody and pre even presume to know what all their experience is um and it's just like trauma uh, trauma is um relative it's subjective you know i can sit here and list a slew of traumas that maybe i have experienced and then you want you you you, you don't we don't compare traumas just like we don't compare ourselves to each other and that's an important part of being healthy and that's an important part i teach in my therapy sessions is that we are very guilty um, as humans and as women of seeing what's happening around us and making the assumption in comparison that they either have it easier or better or their situation is. But we don't know because a Facebook presentation is not generally what's going on in the real life. No. IRL. That's what they say. IRL. And that's okay. Um, and then, of course, you know, so... The point is, is that the best thing that we can do for ourselves and each other is not compare, not pretend to know what's going on in another situation, another role, um, and just be ultimately supportive and focus on bettering ourselves and working from our own platform of where we're at. Right. So always, 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 because I'm never going <laughs> to, I'm never going to say that, you know, somebody else has it better or worse than me. We are all just trying to make it sis. But and and talking about making it again, you have just gotten this awesome role at Alliance. Hey. And tell me just a little bit about that role and what you're doing <laughs> what? because I know that you're super excited. Again, yes. I've seen you grow so much over the last okay, 10 well, years. First of all, I would have never thought um, that I would have wanted to be an administrator to a hospital <laughs> because I am like down and dirty throwing bows. I like, I love to be in the midst of the action and the direct, you know what I mean? So like the beautiful um, part of how like things just happen with infinite precision, I believe is that I was developing this wellness center and it was becoming, it was, it was, the ball was rolling and, and, and the goal to be honest was to get out of the acute psych life, which is, um, the burnout is extraordinary, and I've literally been, I had literally been up on that unit longer than any other therapist ever has in the history of Everdom. And <laughs> um, it's a beat down, and I am tough, and, and, and I'm a rock star, but um, it, 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 you know, getting swung on, cursed at, spit at, beat up every day is not, <laughs> it's not fun for anybody long term. And I never, so the goal was obviously to build my passion, build my dream, and get it off the, the ground and 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 to be able to go be of service in a different capacity to this community and the purpose of my center is not just the in-house care of making 
people feel good and see their lives differently and be empowered to grow. But the ultimate agenda of my wellness center is to be a community service Mm -hmm. place, a space that makes a difference in Meridian, Mississippi. Like I want my wellness center to evolve and grow to a place where we are doing things around this community to change the shape of mental health in Meridian, Mississippi. I have big goals to make a huge difference for all ages, all populations, you know, like, um, I have big dreams. So as I grow and evolve, that is the agenda, to make a bigger Mm -hmm. difference. And thank goddess, um, during this process, this opportunity came up to um, apply for this director position. Um, And um, I was approached with, like, hey, do you you want to apply for this? And and I was like, what? I never really considered myself of moving into that role. That was never a part of the plan. But then as we discussed, okay, so as I'm building this clinic and I'm learning about credentialing and insurance and all the, I used to call the administration <laughs> the, the money meters. Like yeah. All they do is care of corporate, uh, money, 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 well, money. I mean, and I can and attest I, to that because, you know, being a marketing background, oh my you gosh. know, like, we have to have so many marketing uh, dollars to, to promote y'all. I just want to take care of the patients, right? I know, but we and have so to. so I never understood that dynamic right. of it. It always was like, ugh. But now after starting my own business and right. clinic, it started, all, all of that part started making sense and creating this new understanding and this new drive in me. And then the perfect timing, this opportunity came up, which was going to be this balance of maybe not direct patient care anymore, but then I would be overseeing social services, the therapist, the programming. So it was still this opportunity to be um, in the same type role, but instead of to directly to the patients on one unit, now I get to get to know each therapist, each nurse, each staff member on each floor and all of the programming. So it's broadened the scope. And I tell you what, I thought I had it bad (laughs) before. But once you get exposed to, and this is what I was saying about the stay-at-home mom, once you are exposed to and experience somebody else's experience, you – you fall in love with them. You right. fall in lo- You understand them more deeply. You have more compassion. And so now, because of my starting my business and, and opening myself up to this other side, now in this new role that thankfully they uh, uh, hired me for and have given me this opportunity, now I have the chance to get to know each unit, the geriatric unit, the um, detox unit, the adolescent units, the um, the the lower level acute one, acute two, like I'm all over that place, and I'm getting to know. And I had no idea all the we different types of mental health, maybe all of the all of the all of the different mm-hmm. how every maybe demographic yes. is affected by mental health yes. and. And all the different treatment options. Oh, of, it's just made of me so grateful and appreciative and more, um, I don't know the word for it. I'm it just makes you say, a better provider. I love my therapist. I like, mean, uh, you know, you have to surround yourself with great people. Yes. And that's what I love about Grind, Grace, and Growth. I have gotten the opportunity to interview some amazing people. Shout out, Adrienne. We love Adrian. We love Chapel Heart. Um, yes. I have I interviewed him again, and another amazing woman yesterday, Juanita Ward. I can even judge Judge Graham and Judge Howell. I mean, yes. the amount of strong women that I've had the opportunity, and I'm learning from them. I'm taking in what they say, and every time I interview someone, I go, "Wow, 
I really like them. Yes. Wow. I learned so much from them, even yes. though we're so diverse, maybe in our background. And they're like, oh, she's just a, yes. a radio host or, you know, a general manager of Super Talk Meridian. But, you know, my background is so creative and everything that I've ever done has been in the medical field. Yes. But I've taken all of that experience and now I'm applying it to hopefully be able to one, you know, have a healthcare show eventually. Yes. Um, I've also got to interview, you know, Candace Page and Joanna Tucker Stewart about caregiver Man, wellness. Joanna's a um, rock star. But Kelly, guess what? We're running out of time. Okay, um, hey, let me just say this. But we typically do this when we start talking. Adrian sent me a message yesterday inviting um, Holistic Health Therapy to come to the Community Health Fair on April 9th at the oh, Max. Okay, yeah. So um, if April anybody's interested, we yeah. are going to. I'm going to get up with Adrian and we are going to try to. Um, I'm going to get her on here to talk about that yeah. on our uh, Thursday show. So we will be there. So if you have yeah. any questions about yeah. the new clinic, what we offer, flyers, want to come talk to me directly, be there. Well, and also you can you can find Kelly on Facebook, and she also has a um, website. A website, Hold. and if you have any questions about Alliance too, you can go to their yes. their website too. But um, you can also find this podcast on Anchor.fm, and Kelly also has a podcast herself. Not yet. We're working on it. But okay. the website is holistichealththerapycenter.com. Perfect. And uh, you can also check out Super Talk, um, Super Talk Meridian, and all of our podcasts for Grind, Grace, and Growth are linked to our website as well. Thank um, you, but hey, we've had a great show, and I, I appreciate you. you for coming on and sharing your heart. And hopefully, we can turn this into something bigger and better. and more awesome in the future because you know that's all i'm about growth so um all about growth that's the name of the show grind (laughs) grace and growth um all right guys thanks for tuning in make sure you tune in next tuesday at 9 a.m here on 103.3 fm super talk meridian bye guys Did you know that 22 veterans and service members commit suicide every day? They fought or are serving to preserve our freedoms, so we need to fight for their mental wellness. I'm Shelly Whitehead, General Manager of Super Talk Meridian and a proud daughter of a United States veteran. The Stronger Together Foundation wants to make a difference. We want to make mental wellness a priority, provide education, and support to those affected. Please go to StrongerTogetherFoundation.org to learn how you can make a difference.